is the magic number. It's the 3x3 Basketball Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and non-binary basketball fans of all ages, races, sexualities, pronouns, and abilities, welcome to the 3x3 Basketball Podcast. I am your host, I am the Hoops Nerd, Hugh Hopkins, and alongside me, as always, is the Crown Prince of 3x3 in the United Kingdom. It's Mr. Martin Dyan. Hello there, Mr. Martin Dyan. How are you, sir? Hello, sir. I'm very well, thank you. The sun is finally shining. The so, sun well. is shining. It's been gorgeous. It's been gorgeous. I was out on a shoot yesterday and it was up in Cumbria. I wasn't necessarily expecting the uh, highlands of the Lake District um, <laughs> to be, you know, so gloriously uh, paved in sunshine. And yeah, my bald spot really took a hammer in yesterday. So <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a proper pink spot on the top of my head uh, from catching the sun. But uh, it's such yeah, a, no, it's, it's such a such a British thing of us to start this by saying by saying oh check out the weather like I feel like yes. anyone from any like we really hit that stereotype like with a with a pole. absolutely so, so so let's let's bring in another culture then and see if you can add something to this conversation uh let's let's head over to the producer who can control the maestro um and talk ball as well at the same time it's Mr. Rahul Astani hello there Mr. Rahul Astani how are you I am well. Thank you for having me, even though I'm here almost every other episode. Uh, but yeah, I will say that the weather is mildly cold still because of where I'm from. I know it's brilliant and, and dandy for you guys, but it's still pretty cold. Um, but yeah, it is better than what it usually is. So yeah, we'll take it, you know. For, for those of you who can't see our our, our video link, um, Rahul's here in a scarf and a, um, a jumper. Um, you know, it's it's still frozen to the bone, of, um, despite, you know, being sat in glorious sunshine. Same glorious sunshine that me and Martin are bathing in. Um, but it's been... Um, you, you But that... All the sunshine, basically, it means it's summertime. And that means we are well in the thick of... 3x3 season so let's let's not mess around anymore Let, let's get straight into the big events that are happening and uh, let's talk three things on 3x3 so the first point in the world of 3x3 is actually the world cup um so it, it, we are days away starting on the 30th of may uh, going through to the first week of june and um, it's it's all about to happen, guys. So we've got 20 teams um, for the men and 20 teams for the women. Um, they're broken up into four groups of five and each team plays each other. Um, and then that's cut down to 16. Um, and then you go and then that's broken down to eight to go through to the quarterfinal. And then, of course, the semifinal and one will be left standing after the final. Um, we're going to break down who uh, some of the predictions of who we think is going to win. We're going to look at some of the uh, some of the some of the teams, some of the players that you might um, not necessarily, you, you know, you, you might look at the standings and not necessarily think, well, they're, they're definitely going to be standing on top of the mountain. But. Um, you know they, they they might stand a chance. So let's let's dive into the women's field first, if that's okay with you, gentlemen. Um, now, when I look at the at the seedings and the rankings, and the teams that are going to be playing in the women's field, to me, you know, feel free to argue with me, but I reckon 
the top nine seeds could reach the final. Um, the ninth ranked team is Spain. Um, and they have the best player in the world, or, you know, I think I think she was best player in the world last year, Sandra Aguera Vida. Um, but you've also got France, who are ranked number one, um, and you've got uh, Guapo and Limousin and Paget as all standout players. You've got Germany, they're ranked second, um, and you want to watch out for Greinacher. Um, but then you've got USA, who are ranked third, and you know USA are always going to come to play, but... I shared this on Twitter the other day. Um, I don't know about you guys, but Cameron Brink, I've watched her in college a little bit in the women's game. Um, great player, very tall, um, but it's her first major 3x3 tournament, so I, I, I worry if she might struggle a little bit with her height and the speed of the game. Um, but, you know, USA, they do have Haley Van Leith who can destroy anyone off the dribble, and um, same with Burdick. So let me get your thoughts then. Who are you liking uh, in terms of teams? Who who do you like for the the women's side of things? Let's go to Martin first. Who who have you seen? Who have you been watching and think that might stand a chance in this year's World Cup? You know, it's interesting when you're talking about um, Brink because she has been a teammate of Hannah Jump, who is our very own. Uh, women's uh, England women's silver medalist at the Commonwealth Games, so um, so yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, I think when you when you're so used to playing five and five that when you come to three x three, you 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 know you can really hit the ground with a bit of a bump if you're not used to playing the game. But following the USA socials, um, they've been doing a lot on pushing the team on three x three and getting you know kind of individual content about the players out there. Um, about showcasing the team as we're in the lead up to the World Cup they've been showing even more about them actually playing together and you know actually to to, to be honest like obviously with her length and shot blocking ability um, I think she's a really welcome addition to that to that squad they're looking really lethal I mean we look at them as a natural unit the USA team is is very lethal and I was actually looking up their their games and one of the first games they've got in fact the first game that the US play is on the 30th and that will be against Canada so actually that's going to be a really really cool game to watch because obviously we know the Canadian women are super strong and, and highly ranked as well so um, yeah US team are going to be are going to be interesting I really like the fact that the US are actually putting so much effort and you know kind of input into actually growing just generally the game and and kind of raising awareness um, and I think on that same day, just looking at just looking at the um, competition, actually that day is going to be really cool because you've also got Spain versus France. So again, I think that's going to be really exciting to watch. I think the the French women are just you know hands down one of the favourites to to win this competition. Obviously based on on last year and just how successful they've been, and also in the build up to the Olympics next year. So for me, uh, the US and the French team definitely wants to watch. Yeah, yeah, I think, and yeah, you're right. Um, kicking off the tournament with two, you know, great local rivalries, almost, you know, USA versus Canada, France versus Spain. Um, that that should be an interesting opening. Um, but uh, you mentioned Cameron Brink, very tall player. You know, the, I think on the women's side, I do think teams tend to be constructed with with a bit more of five on five in mind. You know, when you look at the men's game, it's basically they're all. 6'6 six, six to 6'9, six, um, they're all pretty, um, they've all got good handles, but they're all strong, um, bullish characters. Whereas, um, you know, the women's teams do tend to have, you know, a, a sort of, a, 
you know a guard and then a wing and then a tall player and usually the the fourth player um is you, you know someone who can sort of do a little bit of everything um so but what do you reckon rahul with that in mind who what what women's team do you think are going to be sort of surprising um people who are watching the the world cup um first of all i do think canada is a great shout considering just what an incredible 2022 they had right they were the team on form even though it was france who won the world cup it was i mean canada took them to the limit and you know just considering the form that they've been on you know i wouldn't be surprised if they you know make another run for it and i think they will be one of the you know final few teams left in the competition but then if i think about like absolutely like recent success i can't look past china right because the two women series that they've competed in they have been absolutely on fire right and you know you mentioned you know the the USA team being built like there's a guard a wing and, and a big i think in some ways china has the same philosophy to have ji ting zhong who can you know who's just the big who can dominate in the paint you have lily wong who's just dominating as the guard and you have uh, you know you have zhong again who can just you know she's a wing you know she can do a little bit of everything and i don't think i've seen a team in 3x3 implement like a pick and roll system or a you know a, a big and guard connection as well as i've seen zhong and lily wong do in these last two tournaments and again there was no stopping them at all so i think they you know just the momentum that they've had they'll be a dangerous team to look out for and australia right because australia went undefeated in the qualifiers and even in the in the women series they were great and you know they were the team that would take it to you know china each time or it would be the germany taking you know taking them on but every time they seem like the most consistent team in the tournament you know besides china but you know there's so many teams that can you know really go for it all but again you can't look past france right they won it last year they have latisha guapo you can't look past that team so you know there's just so much competition like you said you know there are nine teams who can potentially win at this time so yeah it's just and, it's just incredible and i think you mentioned it earlier um france they obviously won it last time um they've got they're, they're hosting the olympics next year they're going to want to you know they're going to want to put put a show on get get some of their home fans interested in this team uh, as a number 1 seed as a recent uh, multiple multi-time winner of a world cup and um but i i i'm with you the whole way that you know that that china team they're in they're in a, some run of form at the moment they are in fine fettle so it's going to be it's going to be a fun uh, it's going to be a fun open competition on the women's side i think um jump into the men's to me this is more of a two horse race if i'm honest but um again you know what 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 do you guys reckon um i mean you, you've got the top seed of serbia which is basically an all star team in the world of 3x3 you got Maestrovic, uh, Sojacic, Brankovic and Vasic um and, and the first two of those they they're probably among the best in the world right now um usa they're ranked second um they've they've got a name familiar to you know men's nba fans in jimmer fredet um you know but the greatness of 3x3 which is something we've spoken about a lot is is you've got talents you know you've got individual talents on so many countries 
Um, personally, I like Vavort for Belgium, Lasmanis for Latvia. But wh- where, where, where are you? Are you with me? Is it, is this a two-horse race, or is is it more of an open field than I'm giving some of the other teams credit for? Um, I do think it is a bit of you know Serbia versus the world in a way, right? Because the, it, it is it's essentially who can take down Serbia, and I do like the different elements that different teams have. Because, you know, you have Netherlands, you know, Wadi de Jong is making his debut uh, at the World Cup level. And he's been incredible. And He's been great this year. Absolutely. And then you have, you know, you mentioned Vavort, who's just probably the best, you know, one of the top two, three players in 3x3. And, and you know, when he gets rolling, again, he was incredible in Manila, you know. Of course, it was Oob and, you know, the Serbian team that did so well. But, you know, Vervoort put on a show and it's just incredible to see, you know, as you said, the level of individual talent in all these teams. But just in my mind, I can't get over just how strong that Serbian team is. And it's really hard to look past them. And, you know, they won five out of the last seven, I believe. And I think they'll be going for the sixth. And and again, the form that they've been, they've been in, you know, considering who won at the middle of the Masters. So... I, I think that they are the favorites and, you know, the team, the, every other team will be looking to take them down. I agree. For me, it's uh, Madagascar. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. It's sad, that, it's sad that we have to laugh on that one, but I mean, the reality is like... No, but you know, sh- they're, shout they're, out they're, Madagascar. They beat Madagascar. Out a shout lot of, out. They beat out a lot of teams that wanted to, you know, make it to this stage. Like, they there it's fantastic to see and you know you got mongolia in the sixth seed you got all these small countries we've spoken about it a lot but yeah it, take, it takes a lot I, to get there i love it i mean this is why this is why i raise it i mean obviously it's not just it's not just for a joke but i mean they, they got into the world cup so fair fair play to these guys for getting in there also i'm really looking forward to uh kyle montgomery trying to say the names of the, some of these players i did look them up um one guy is absolutely legendary his first name is fiery as in f-i-a-r-y fiery johnson is it fiery well it's i don't know f-i-a-r-y i'm just gonna say fiery i mean i think i think carl's gonna have a lot of fun with that if he's if his shooting's on fire right so like that's gonna be a good one and then Ellie Randria Mampionana. I mean, these guys are legends. So I can't wait for Carl to, to try and say some of these names whilst he's commentating in a very, very fast-paced game. And um, I'm looking forward to all the the Madagascar references to, to the film, of course. You know, oh, yeah. With Ben, oh, ben Stiller and Chris Rock. That's going to be right up his street. A hundred percent, yeah. He's probably got them all written down already. That is for sure. But I mean, um, I mean, well, okay. Jo- joking aside, fair play to Madagascar for getting into into World Cup. It's really, really. I will, I will add to that. Uh, Fiery Johnson, his picture yeah. on FIBA three x three is him wearing a Celtics jersey, taking a selfie. So yeah, legendary. That, that just, I mean, they, just give them the title already, already right? <laughs> they definitely Livio doesn't famous. even have a photo. <laughs> Livio on the team doesn't even have a photo. So like you know, like re- respect to these guys for just doing their thing. But um, no, I, I love it. Man. We say this every single time. But a an, a country can literally just come out of nowhere and and be on an absolutely incredible world stage. And these guys play. You guessed it. On the thirtieth, Serbia in Pool A. So you know, good, good good luck to them because you're absolutely right. Serbia, you know, that is the team that everyone wants to take down. There's no doubt about it. But they are super, super strong. And just a quick reference back to our um, our men's NBA finals. I don't know whether you guys saw it, but Jokic 
referenced in his press conference how he said he he called it the engineer upstairs. I'm, I'm assuming that he means God upstairs. Gave him these skills, and he said that a lot of the skills actually were based on him playing three x three basketball and street ball when he was younger. So he he literally shouted out three x three, which is which is awesome. But you know these that that's the truth of it. You know these guys play up like they play they play they grow up on the courts playing three x three. They grow up playing street ball and. You know, it's it's no wonder how strong these guys are. But they have a super uh, great experience. They're physically, you know, brilliant but and skillful. But mentally, mentally, they are up for the challenge of 3x3. We know how brutal it is, just to use your phrase, um, Hugh. We know how tough it can be playing 3x3 basketball. So for sure, definitely, definitely um, the, the favourites um, going into this, definitely. Cool. So that's the that's your sort of um, bite-sized breakdown of the World Cup. Make sure you tune in. Uh, it'll be all over the usual FIBA 3x3 channels um, uh, starting on the 30th of May, uh, going through, I think it's to the 5th. Is the final on the 5th of June? Is a, Rahul, you should know this. I think it's the 4th. <laughs> the fourth the fourth excuse me but yeah there'll be action-packed days every single day so make sure you get involved now then moving on to our second point in the world of 3x3 our second point this week um we're turning our attention we're turning the spotlight on our very own crown prince we are talking Mr. GG3x3. We're talking Mr. Martin. M- Martin? Martin. Like you're French all of a sudden. Hello. Mr. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Monsieur Martin Dion. Ah, bonjour, ça va? It's, uh, ah, très bien. Et, et, et tout? Um, anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk some GG3x3 uh, because we, we teased it last time, but, um, you know, you've. We've had some more public announcements. We've got some more information. Um, when are we? So, for those of you who don't know, GG Three X Three is is the biggest single day Three X Three tournament in the UK. Um, and we previously teased the um, location, um, and we've previously uh, teased that we're going to give some more information about the whole thing. So, t- tell us, Martin, wh- what what dates are we looking at? Remind us what dates you can you can go and uh, watch the GG Three X Three this year. Yeah, so it's an annual tournament where we get almost well, we'll have about two hundred players there this year. So we've opened, we actually raised the stakes this year and allowed more teams to enter. Three categories, men's challenge, which is like recreational, men's elite, uh, which is kind of like pro players and division one players. And then a, a, a women's category we've got two. And um, it's on the Sunday, the 6th of August at the newly renovated, beautiful Blue Cage Courts in southeast London in Deptford. So very exciting indeed. And uh, um, can you give a bit of information then about... Uh, so, so you've got the different divisions, but like... What what are we looking at in terms of um, in terms of prizes and uh, of course you know there's always a charity element to it. Um, can you give us a bit of a breakdown on who you're talking to? Maybe tease a little bit more information about what we can expect. Yeah, sure. So um, I mean, there's still a lot of planning that goes in place in terms of this, but I mean, there's obviously partnerships with the council and. Um, 
and local community centers and stuff like that we always um try if we can so what we do is we're, we're a non-profit platform so basically what we do is we raise money we cover the cost of the tournament and anything surplus goes towards a cancer charity um of which by the way if anyone's listening please recommend a cancer charity for us to support because there's still a bit of time for us to choose who that's gonna be we've kind of whittled it down but very open to suggestions for that one um so yeah so anything that we do we raise we we raise a surplus that goes to charity but also we just help raise awareness of that charity too and um and what happens is uh the winners of the um each category so the women's the men's also the dunk contest that we're going to have as well they all win these humongous trophies plus little kind of other trophies glass trophies plus an mvp awards um plus they get some jerseys and potentially some other prizes which i'm still working on at the moment but it's um it's really cool it's really cool and and basically you just end up walking away with like a massive package of just loads and loads of freebies when you win but you know people people turn up because it's a really nice vibe it's like a festival style feel you know we've got amazing caterers ice cream vans face painting you know all that stuff and that's all going on with a huge like dj speakers not the dj being huge just the speakers that is um huge speakers and and a dj and just music going on the whole thing. it's a proper festival vibe so you've got like really quality basketball on the courts and then surrounding that will just be this like awesome festival style village if you like be really cool really looking forward to it um and i'm guessing your london warriors they're going to be entering this year are we going to see the same favorable foul calls from the referees to the <laughs> london warriors or? <laughs> you i got uh i got what can only be described as an essay by a team from last year who were slightly slightly upset um you know what so, so basically here's what i do so obviously london warriors is is the uh, the team that i manage and um they essentially enter whatever tournament i i ensure that they enter obviously one of them being the gg383 but because i run that event i i end up going zero dark 30 on the london warriors about a week and a half before the event um and i don't talk to any of the players i don't talk to staff um because i just i just let them handle the warriors team and when they go to the event and they're at the GG and they're wearing all their Warriors stuff, I have to be completely just like, you know, yes, that's just another team that's entered the tournament. So when they get to the finals, it's obviously very difficult because internally I'm, I'm boiling a little bit because obviously I want them to win. But at the same time, I have to remain impartial. Um, that's a long a long answer to, yes, the London Warriors will be at <laughs> the GG3X3. Both the women's team and the men's team will be there for sure. Great stuff. Well, best of luck are to you. Guys, are you guys going to be there? That's the question. Are you guys going to be around on the Sunday, the 6th of August? Because if not, I'm just going to... I don't know if I can do this pod anymore. I don't know if you're friends. <laughs> Hugh? What's your excuse if you're not? Over to you, Rahul. Both quiet. Both so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Both so quiet. Come on. I, I might, I might on. actually be around, actually. That's a good, that's a good point. Hugh's um, got I another wedding. No, no, I haven't this year. <laughs> not, not on the sticks. I'm missing the hoops fix classic again. Be the bloody weddings, but, um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm, I might actually be around that day. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I was there for last year. Uh, last year or the year before? I was there for one of the recent. You, ones. Were, you were there for our our GD three eight three Christmas pool. I was there. That we had. Yeah, you turned up for that one. So thanks for all. Let's let's couple, be honest. Rahul was there because of his university homework assignment. <laughs> I absolutely uh, yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely was. He was just ne- Rahul was just networking. 
<laughs> Could have been any of it. He just happens to be around. <laughs> Make sure you get your eyes on the GG3x3 socials because all of the information is going to be going down there. Um, but let's now turn our attention to the rest of the domestic uh, scene in our third point in the world of 3x3. Um, so taking place in the next couple of days then is the Bournemouth Sevens. So this is this is a, a sort of music and sport festival that's I think it was born out of um, out of like rugby sevens tournaments, but they've just kept on adding different things over the years, and there's it's now growing into a three x three stage. Um, uh, there's a couple of other ones that are going to be sort of, you know, headlining the summer as well. Uh, we've of course got got the Bridport 3x3 um, down in Dorset, which is which is always a good event. Um, and uh, I don't know if you got any of you guys going to Bridport this year. So, uh, so first of all, shout out to Craig Sorrell who because he is the guy that runs Bridport 3x3, but he's also the one that's helping Bournemouth Sevens run their 3x3 event. So shout out to ah, craig for cool. doing that um because he's putting a lot of work um, um laying the court down bringing partners in just running the whole tournament for him so and what a weekend for it as well but um uh, yeah i've been i've been down to before i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to make it this year but i've been down there it's such a great event like it's a lot of fun um i don't know if you've ever been to bridport but just don't bring a big car because you get stuck on those little country roads which i which i almost did i had to reverse down a road because i had a tractor in front of me it's that kind of area but um it's a it's an amazing event it's really cool and he's really he's really grown it um in a really great way and it's been recognized by the federation basketball england are supporting it this year so you know shout out to craig for doing that it's a really good event if you guys get to get a chance to go yeah, I'm hoping to get down there this year because uh, there's also a camping element to the Bridport 3x3. So I'm hoping to combine uh, my 9 to 5 with my 5 to 9 um, and uh, yeah, do a, do a bit of a touring article, um, including um, all the places you can camp um, for, you know, to, if you want to go to basketball games in the summer or, or, you know, throughout the winter as well. So that should be a bit of fun. Um, and yeah, get to take in some basketball as well. Um, and of course, the you know, the summer is always um, headlined with the ball out tour. Um, this year, sponsored by JD Sports. So this is Basketball England's sort of main uh, m- main event, I would say, for the for three x three, run by Jules. Uh, so shout out to Jules, and it's a multi stage event uh, starting on twenty twenty second to the twenty third of July in London, um, then going to the uh, to Birmingham on the 29th to the thirtieth of July, then the following week um, in on the 5th of August, it's going to Riddle University in Essex and uh, followed up by Manchester on the 6th of August. And then the final takes place back in London on the 12th to the 13th of August. So um, that's always uh, an exciting couple of weeks. Um, you can follow all the action on all of Basketball England's channels. Um, but yeah, presumably you guys will be following the action with the, with the ball out tournament as well. <laughs> yes it's a it's a, it's an it's an audio podcast gentlemen <laughs> Rahul, it's, it's, it's Rahul, a, i just went really Rahul silent gave with us a, a thumbs up, thumbs up. Yeah, um, 
just, just some just mime activity. At home and... Oh my god, I don't know whether you're going to keep in that absolute long pause in there, but like people are just I... like, what's happened? The guy's just like the internet connection went, the Zoom call shut down. Like... There's um, there's usually like there's this um sort of there's this uh sort of rumor, this myth that um, and I think it might be sort of true that if um. If radio, uh, I think it's Radio 4, goes off air um, for like two minutes or something, it means that the country is at war or something. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that as well. And I, f- I, f- I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like the world of 3x3 was collapsing <laughs> under the weight of that pause. Um, but, oh, yeah, man. For uh, those of yeah. you who can't see the video, um, Rahul gave his thumbs up, so he's yes, going to be following absolutely. the ball out tour. And I assume. <laughs> oh, thanks. There thanks, you go. Uh, bubble com- confirmation. There you go. <laughs> and oh, and we know Martin and the London Warriors are going to be uh, entering a couple of those uh, events as well, a couple of the stages. So um, so make sure you are getting in the action, uh, involved in the world of three x three this summer because it's all kicking off again. Um, and that we're going to continue building up to the Olympics in Paris next year, um, when hopefully, hopefully we can get over and watch a couple of games. And of course, you got the big three as well, which is happening right here in London, which we spoke about last week. But I think that sort of wraps up our episode today, gentlemen. As, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure. So uh, shout out to Rahul. Thank you, Rahul. Oh, no, he's just giving a thumbs up again. Never mind. Um, and a uh, shout out to Martin. <laughs> Big up, Hugh, and well done. Now we know Rahul can use his thumbs. Great. Well done. Yay. Uh, learning learning sign language as well. So uh, great stuff uh, to come from the 3x3 Basketball Podcast next time. So make sure you go and subscribe and follow us on Twitter at 3x3 and on Instagram at 3x3pod. Peace. Peace. Bye. Go eat it.